0: This is Courage Cast, faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, everyone, this is Eric, and you're listening to the Courage Cast. It is so good to be with you guys uh, this year, beginning of 2017. have a lot going on personally and uh, professionally, a uh, lot of big goals that um, I have set out for myself that I believe uh, God has kind of thrown at me and shared with me, and honestly, in the last few weeks, few months. Actually, he's been prompting me about a lot of things, and and it seems like a consistent voice that keeps popping up for me is to go where you are uncomfortable, is to do things that are out of your comfort zone, challenge yourself to to grow, and uh, that is what I am doing. And to be honest with you, it's kind of like, um, you know, how scripture talks about, Uh, The Holy Spirit is a refining fire, an unquenchable fire, and I believe that He's burning a lot of the old habits off of me, and it's painful. To be honest, I was wrestling yesterday with a lot of anger and a lot of frustration. Um, All of these feelings were coming up for me as I'm chipping against the flow. My normal flow is to... To do things a certain way, to do things that are comfortable, to do things that are um, easy. But I'm really, I've noticed in three years, I've really not made a whole lot of progress. And yet I still have this, this goal and this desire to achieve something. It's really a personal desire. And I believe something that resonates inside of me that I want to live up to the way I see myself. I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but yeah, I, I'm just like everyone else. I think probably, I think the statistic is we, we think 50,000 thoughts a day and 30,000 of them are negative or 75% of them are, are negative thoughts. Well, I'm just like you guys. I mean, I, I think negative thoughts all the time, but those 25% of the thoughts I'm thinking about uh, higher things. I'm thinking about you know, not in an arrogant or a prideful way. I, I just think that I have greater potential. I think that God made me with greater potential. He made you with greater potential. And so I am challenging myself to to achieve some of the things that these dreams are that are implanted in me. And anytime we go for something big, go for something that is a dream, we're going to encounter obstacles. It's something we talk about all the time in the courageous community. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I am, I wrestled with anger and frustration and criticism of self criticism of others, um, all kinds of stuff in the last two days. It's only January 3rd and I've already, I've already feel worn out. And this happens to me every time I set a goal And most of the time I have given into it and said, well, it's just too tough. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go back to what I know and I'm going to continue on because that worked for me or I thought it worked for me. But why was I still frustrated? Why am I still frustrated? At some point you have to make a decision. Is the challenge worth, is the payoff of Uh, the new dream more important and more valuable? And does it become uh, the worth the pain? And every year up until now, since I've been doing our doTERRA business, I have given into, it's not worth it. Well, you know what? This year it is worth it. This year it's worth going through the pain. And I'm learning, I'm seeing it as God is for me. He is teaching me. I am going forward no matter what. I'm pushing through and I'm allowing him to refine me. I'm allowing him to burn away the crap that has held me back before. And I'm saying, God, I'm going with you. And that means I have to go to higher places. I have to go to places where there's less Oxygen, there is less, uh, less there for me physically to depend on except him. So go for higher places, friends. When is the payoff going to be worth the price? Or the price going to be worth the payoff, I guess is the right way to say it. I think you know what I mean. So today is no different. Today's message is called How to Make the Toughest Decisions in the World. And it's an article written by Frank Sonnenberg on Frank Sonnenberg online. Now I don't know anything about him. It was referred to me by Bob Berg, this article. And uh, Bob Berg, of course, is the author of The Go-Giver. So I'm going to read this and I think it just falls right in line with a message that the courageous community needs to hear. And it's something that that I resonate with. And so I'm going to share it with you. So here it is. Think of the toughest decisions you ever made. It was probably highly visible, of critical importance, and of course, the result wasn't going to be popular. To make matters worse, you probably felt as though your neck was on the line. It's also tough when you're forced to make a decision that could cause people pain, even if the outcome would be in everyone's best interest. In each of these circumstances, those with strong moral character took a deep breath bit the bullet, and pulled the trigger. When it came to tough decisions, they chose to do the right thing. But other people don't see it that way. Their primary focus is how their decision will impact them personally. What's more, they formulate a plan to CYA, which stands for, excuse the French, cover your ass if the result goes south. And no, by the way, this is not the article that I was thinking about reading with language. So in case any of you uh, remember, I posted something about that in a previous, um, in the Courageous community. They're likely, these people with the personal, with the decision uh, that are thinking about the decision and how it will impact them personally, most likely they're going to limit their risk by following majority opinion, opting for joint decisions or kicking the can down the road. In other words, procrastinating it for fear of what the decision will mean to them. That's my little two cents there. They could care less whether or not it's the right thing to do. It's right for them, period. Ask yourself, do I care not only about, what, about where life has taken me, but also about how I got there? I've learned that you'll rarely regret a decision if it was rational and fair, and you knew in your heart that it was morally defensible. The truth is, knowing what's right isn't as important as doing what's right. Do good people finish first? Some people may say, while all of this sounds great in theory, you're living in a fantasy world. They believe you have to be tough and put yourself first. To that I say, hogwash. You be the judge. First, relationships. When you're a person of high moral character, there's no need for others to second-guess your decisions or question your motives. It's abundantly clear that your heart is in the right place and that your intent is honorable. This strengthens the bonds of trust and creates healthy and productive relationships. Now, this is, I'm going to uh, stop reading here for a minute and just talk about this one point. I, uh, I wrestle with this a lot. Uh, when I'm making tough decisions, I've not always, I've, I've, done, I've done it both ways, okay? Especially when I was younger, I made a lot of decisions based on what other people were going to think, what my boss was going to think what my employees were going to think. This is when I worked in the corporate world and I, I didn't always make the best decisions. I didn't always make the right decisions. I capitulated in many cases. I, uh, was weak in character. Uh, and I, I always felt that deep down, I just didn't feel good about myself. Uh, and I felt that, uh, that I could have done better. And, um, And I I allowed God to to kind of speak to me in those situations. And and over time, I have uh, had a thicker skin, and I've uh, started to think about things in terms of relationships. Now, the last thing in me that has to die is the people-pleasing side of me. Um, Now, even more recently, probably in the last two, three years— Uh, I've seen kind of this temptation come up in me, uh, and that is to sort of do things to please others. Um, So I'm not, this is not what this is saying. This is saying, honor your relationships with others. And sometimes honoring, I've learned the hard way, sometimes honoring relationships with others means that you have to do something that's not going to be popular with them. They're not going to like it. But your job is to help them see the truth about whatever decision it is or whatever, um, whatever situation that you together are, you, you are finding yourselves in. So what it comes down to for me, is deciding between doing what's right and doing what is easier. And I've got to do what is right. And that means having the tough conversations. The intentional way that I'm building my business in 2017, I'm already, I'm already having to have diff- difficult situations, difficult conversations. I am faced with them constantly. Actually, the last two days I've been facing them and I've been avoiding them. And now it's no longer time to avoid them. It's time to discuss them. With the people that I know, I'm going to have to have difficult conversations with. Either they're not working hard enough, um, either they're. It's basically, really, honestly, it is. It is mostly about not working hard enough, um, not doing the things that they know they should be doing. They're saying one thing with their mouths. It's it's easy to talk about the right thing, and not even saying that they're doing they're doing something morally wrong. It's just that they're, what they're saying doesn't equal their actions, uh, their doing. Their, their saying does not equal their doing. And so I'm I'm having to confront them about their doing. And I'm trying to do it as kindly as possible because I want to honor them. But I can't dance around the issue. And as long as they understand my heart, I believe that God will do whatever He needs to do inside of them, and I'm hopeful that we can maintain our relationship. But I'm not expectant that, that in all cases the relationship will be okay. I will always try to honor them in my conversation. But sometimes these tough conversations are going to result in maybe a loss of a friendship or two. But at the end of the day, I have to feel like I'm, I've slept, I'm sleeping well, and I have a clear conscience. So that's my little two cents from that point. Number two, back to the article, leadership. When you base decisions on doing the right thing, rather than on what's politically expedient, you'll earn the trust, respect, and adoration, admiration, not adoration, of your colleagues. People will follow you because you have moral authority, rather than because you wield power in positions. and position. Um, This is, again, a little commentary. It won't be as long as the last one, I promise. When you base your decisions on doing the right thing rather than on what's politically expedient. Yeah, I mean, imagine in in today's multimedia culture and in in today's fast social media culture, um, it's very difficult to do the right thing because there's the added temptation of how is this going to look? What are people going to say about me? In the next 24-hour news cycle. And uh, it's so easy to just do the thing that will look and appear uh, better on the outside. But we've got to look at strong leadership principles that come from the inside out. It may not look very good from a PR standpoint initially. Sometimes we have to go through that pain, though, in order to experience growth and health. Um, so, and a lot of it requires admitting that you're wrong. What if our leaders, what if you and me had the boldness to admit that we were wrong, that we've been heading in the wrong direction? I've had to do some of that. And it's hard to eat that humble pie. I would much rather appear strong to others. Wouldn't you? I have to battle the temptation of appearing weak or appearing not appearing strong. Anyway, true leadership operates from doing what's right rather than what's politically expedient. Number three, back to the article business success. When you strive for win, win decisions rather than winner take all the trust and commitment that you build will translate into significant competitive advantage for business. The truth is there is a direct correlation between integrity and the bottom line. And again, I'll stop here our business intention is to hit a rank that seems very difficult to achieve. And we're going to go at it with full force in 2017. Am I claiming that I'm going to hit it at all costs in 2017? No, that would be stupid. That would be stupid because that would make put me in a position to make immoral decisions. I've seen it happen. I've seen people compromise their morality for the sake of the dollar, for the sake of achieving a rank very quickly and sacrificing relationships. And some of you may even be listening to this podcast episode and you know who you are. You know who you are. It's, it's, it's difficult. You can't do both. So we, I I am trying with as best as possible as Flawed as possible, I know, to achieve this goal, but in a way where I can sleep at night, where I'm not making promises that are for my own self-interest first. They are, they are guarantees and promises and incentives that are right for the situation and for the relationship, that are win-win proposals and win-win agreements that I'm making with people. I hope that's what I'm doing. God, please, I humble myself under you every day. It takes a strong will and strength of character. And I don't always believe that I have that. So I need him to speak to me every day. And when I'm wrong, I need to admit I'm wrong. I need to do that. So, Business success. Number four in the last part of this article, reputation. When you live your life with honor, you'll secure the trust and respect of others. Your reputation is like a shadow following you wherever you go. You can't disguise it. You can't hide from it. And you certainly can't run from it. It will follow you for life. And although it's said that you can't be in two places at the same time, you actually do it every day. Your reputation serves as your stand-in whenever you're not around. I love that. I love that. I've never thought about it in that way of thinking. When you're not around, what are other people saying about you? Because your presence is there, whether you're physically there or not, when people are talking about you. I know several people who uh unfortunately have a a a poor reputation and when they're not around i'm hearing others talk badly about them and and quite frankly i'm sad to say that i have talked badly about them of course i've <laughs> laid those down and i really don't want to do that it's not it's not right for me to gossip i need to go to that person and i have but it's important that we for you and i to understand that our reputation precedes us now that feeds into my people pleasing and uh you know i can't control what other people think about me and i don't want to do something uh based on uh, what that person will think of me okay i can't control that i've got to do what's right and sometimes that's risking having a poor reputation at times with other people. And I've got to be okay with that because ultimately I've got to act and speak and do things with the, the principle of having a, a, a doing the right thing. And ultimately, my reputation will, uh, will be one that follows me well, even when I'm not around. And even after I'm long gone, So, what does your decision-making process say about you? Face the facts. When you live by sound principles and choose to do the right thing, you'll face yourself in the mirror each day and be proud of what you see. You'll be able to say that no matter the consequences, you did the right thing. How much is that worth, you ask? You have to live with yourself for the rest of your life. Follow your conscience. Sleep well. Friends, I, uh, I love this. I, I think this is a fantastic article. I know this was a little bit long, but it's important. It's important for us to think along these lines. Take time today and this week to journal what comes up for you. You may need to repent, honestly. You may need to acknowledge where you've been wrong. I've had to. I, I still have to every day. I have to because I'm sinful and I will make mistakes and so will you so it, just acknowledge your mistakes recognize that you're you're able to do that because you know what god says about you you, you know who you are you are secure you are worth more than uh, god considers you priceless okay you have you are loved you are accepted you are worth much And you are secure in Him. So because of that, you can go ahead and acknowledge your sinful nature. You can acknowledge where you might have been wrong. And we can do the right thing. We can build character that way. We don't have to be defensive or protect ourselves in any way ever again. Isn't that good news? Because of what Christ has done for us. So friends, I encourage you to share and talk about this in the Courageous Community. I'm excited to hear what... God says to you and how this impacts you today and um, and I look forward to uh to talking with you. Also, uh, go ahead if this is if this message or other messages are are impacting you, why don't you please uh, write a quick rating and review in iTunes? The more ratings <clears throat> and the more reviews we get, the more people find us and uh and I appreciate those so much. And also go to courageouscommunity.com, sign up for our email list. I'm going to start sending out regular uh, weekly emails soon. Uh, I can't make a commitment on the dates yet, but probably after I get my Three to Thrive promotions done, I'll be uh, sending you weekly updates on all the podcasts so you can just get them in your inbox. Plus, you get a free Who I Am in Christ audio download. It's a 60-minute download of of me reading scripture uh, over you, and, uh, and basically just you're able to soak it in and experience hopefully peace, more peace and freedom uh, through what God says about you. Um, well, that's it for me friends. I'm Eric Nordoff and I can't wait to be with you again on the next episode of Courage Cast.